listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Pour out some liquor and I reminisce because through the drama, I can always depend on my mama. And when it seems that I'm hopeless, you say the words that can get me back in focus. When I was sick as a little kid to keep me happy, there's no limit to the things you did. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Tips Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. We're in the house on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Game of Thrones Sunday. Yay! Uh, Walking Dead, Fear the Walking Dead Sunday, which means this will be a long night for us. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, and also, um, you know, what's become a tradition around here every year. Um, uh, for the people that have been listening for years, y'all already know. But uh, my mom's in the house. What's going on, mom? everything is lovely wonderful mama you did it my nigga (laughs) 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 Uh, so yeah we uh and then typically during the show you know we'll field questions if people have questions about my mom and childhood and all that stuff man i know there's a lot of moms out there that might want advice and stuff or you know uh people out there that just want to curious about my business and stuff um (laughs) y'all feel free to ask questions through the chat room and stuff that's fine we'll uh we'll answer uh we'll answer that way and uh oh camera mom's uh camera went off um i have to refresh but um yeah so we'll we'll handle it that way and we appreciate everybody takes time out of course uh this show is sponsored that's right ain't nothing going on but the rent around here um so we'll definitely have some uh sponsors to bring up um oh wait i had to wait till karen sits down to introduce the uh, official weapon and official sport give me a second guys but uh so how's your day going mom my day is going lovely the weather is beautiful I look forward to being on the show reaching out to all the king and queen negasses in person <laughs> <laughs> and um you know uh, since it is um you know mother's day uh you know there's there's so many moms out there and people that appreciate them and stuff and i just want to say shout out to all the real moms that are holding it down taking care of their kids not, no fake mamas not these fake ass mamas going around not paying their child support not taking their kids up from school not taking care of their kids and doing what they supposed to do let's give it one time for the real moms you know it's a lot of dads out there that's the real moms too and y'all need to respect them and it's all about lifting them up today too so that's what i'm talking about um the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport it's bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and today is day 508 that bobby Schmurder is locked up in jail that's right bail still two million dollars y'all um and uh he's probably missing his mom this is second mother's day in a row that he didn't get to see his mom um also we are sponsored we are double sponsored actually First and foremost, we're brought to you by Shadow Dog Productions. Make sure you pick up our second audio play album. It's called The uh, Sunspot and Other Ratchetness. Uh, it stars me and Karen and uh, Nick Jews on there and uh, a bunch of other people that have been on the show. John Fouts, uh, Alexa Yeans, like all kinds of people. And we play different characters and we do skits and you can hear Karen cuss me out and you can hear me do a freestyle rap and a surfer voice. It's, uh, it's a bunch of stuff going on there 
um and we had so much fun recording it um so i hope you guys do take some time out to uh to check it out appreciate y'all for doing that also um we're brought to you by bevel that's right bevel is the first and only shaving system designed for coarse and curly hair and sensitive skin step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps check out getbevel.com today and use code free tbgwt to get 20 percent off your first month at getbevel.com that's getbevel.com free tbgwt all right so it is mother's day and we did get you something now i don't know if you had this or not i always try to come up with something to get my mom but uh you you have everything (laughs) i know right so uh i don't know if you got this or not but we got some uh the gift of filtered water okay um uh we got this breda uh breda filtered uh water situation so it's uh what it is is it's a water pitcher um and you hook it up to the internet the first time y'all got wi-fi so you could do it now okay. uh you hook it up to the internet the first use give my dad to do it if you can't um and it measures how much uh water you drink and then it whenever it gets close to the time to switch filters which is after like 40 gallons so uh, it takes a little while to get there but whenever it, it's about to do that it actually goes to amazon.com and orders you a new one to come to your house oh, wow. so you can just like switch out the filter uh you know without having to go to the store buy a new one or anything and the filters online are only like five dollars or something like that so it's not expensive but uh you know i was just thinking of giving the gift of uh some some water some some good tasting water i know um we we got one too which is one of the reasons i knew to get it it's because i figured if it's something i want then it's probably a good gift and uh i know the water tastes good now man it's, i didn't even know it was, it was that fucked up coming out of the tap i've been drinking this all my life i was messing my life up man well, thank you appreciate it no problem yeah i got the idea from president obama he went down to uh flint to uh flint, was it flint michigan it was flint, yeah. yeah he drank some of that water and uh which is more than i can say for the the governor of michigan right exactly. <laughs> he drank some water he hugged that little girl and stuff and i said you know what maybe i need to filter this stuff i don't know if these white folks trying to kill us or not i don't know <laughs> what the rules are on this side of town um so yeah it was, it was uh it does taste better too i'm i mean i thought maybe it was psychosomatic where you just think it tastes better because you pay for it but i don't know everybody on twitter was like it tastes better than me too healthy yeah and uh i think uh you know drink it encourages drinking water too because you know once you pay for it you like man i'm gonna drink this shit <laughs> no this water ain't free no more Mm-mm. Exactly. um all right guys we have so much news to get to uh today um you know it's a lot of a lot of crazy stuff happening around the world um i guess uh but before we even start that i did want to say uh ofi i don't think it's pronounced ofi uh ofi's uh rewrites uh dot blogspot uh she wrote this nice thing about uh black podcast and i wanted to read on the show because she uh it was on may 5th and uh she put she like linked us all to it on like us and i want to say like where's my 40 acres and Mm -hmm. Digo in the cold and maybe what's the tea yeah like everybody 
as she put to black podcasters thank you for being unapologetically individual in a cohesive unit for being political and nerdy for encouraging your listeners to be unapologetically themselves for creating a space safe space and interacting with your listeners if i could make one request it will be for your happiness i may speak for myself but your continued enthusiasm for life makes me want to fight for one more day for my race for my gender for myself so thank you thank you that's so sweet <clears throat> appreciate you listening because if, if you weren't listening it'd just be us in the room talking to ourselves that would be crazy yes wouldn't even make sense it wouldn't at all and um i'm gonna make an uh well i'm gonna make two announcements the first announcement i'm gonna make is the fact that i'm big time like roderick i got my tweets in an article y'all mm-hmm. oh, yay! was in the huffington post now <laughs> talking about them thrones <laughs> yeah yeah and i want to thank everybody out there because them thrones like i said basically number two behind game of thrones uh, because uh, it's kind of catching on, so we thank for everybody's tweeting and posting, and you know, kind of sending them our way. And we don't do nothing but sending the to five star the way, but like, nah, like they actually the people that created it. But thank you, and um, I feel special that my uh tweet was in there, and it was about um Ramsey. Uh, when Ramsey found out that it was a boy, I had uh, if for those of you who watch True Blood, I had the clip of uh, Lafayette taking off his earrings, and above it, I say, <laughs> I said uh it's a boy hold up wait a minute and lafayette just turn around and taking off his earrings to go whoop some ass because that's basically what ramsey did he took out mama daddy and baby because he did not care so uh, and i seen it was retweeted a lot so i'm i'm excited and i'm i'm happy about that and uh number the second thing i wanted to say was that me roderick um chris from insanity check Deepon from insanity check sterling from gaming and then some and justin are going to be at awesome con this year um our panel uh, we finally found out when our panel was our panel is uh saturday june i want to say saturday june the 8th yep saturday no saturday june the 4th i'm sorry saturday june the 4th at 8 p.m and after that we're going to meet up at pin um social about 9 30 so we're going ahead and probably going to periodically make these announcements so that because i know people listen at different times so that you know if you want to save up for it you want to make the trip down you want to come and see us you can see us do the panel at awesome con and if you can't make it an awesome con, you can always meet us up at Penn Social because I know a lot of people are like, we want to meet y'all, we want to see y'all. So this is one place where we definitely will be. And you get to meet Chris and and the rest of the crew. Uh, they did it last year. We weren't able to go. So uh, we're able to go this year. So I'm excited about going to awesome con. My first, um, we, they had one here in Charlotte, but it was kind of uh, different than awesome con. And I'm excited and I look forward to meeting everybody all right also speaking of mean people we met herbie gill <clears throat> and chris milner last night yes that was fun uh who is funny because i only knew them through the three guys on podcast mm-hmm. but obviously they're comedians in their own right and we got to see them do stand up <laughs> in a hotel <laughs> ballroom the third biggest ballroom as they kept uh pointing out <laughs> right making jokes uh, they, they got beat up by the kids in yeah the, in, the, in the kitty pageant like it wasn't really set up well for uh stand up like they didn't have the lighting right and you know the table layout was a little weird um but uh they had us cracking up man they were so funny yeah uh there was like a crew of people that were chiropractors that ride (laughs) motorcycles across the country and they just happened to be stopping there for their last thing was to watch them do stand up 
um but uh it was just funny the interaction with the crowd and uh they were you know just how like to me i was laughing more at the fact that um people were either like uh because it's a bad setup like we're just like not it wasn't really the best room you know what i mean and that's not no reflection on them but just the room in general was just a very difficult room to navigate and they kept making jokes y'all but it really looked like we were sitting in the green room of the nfl draft where yeah. they be like uh and such such and like after a while you you know after a while the families leave because like some tables only had two people some tables were packed mm-hmm. so they was making jokes about how uh you ain't been drafted yet or you fell until like the 15th round yeah we had uh, terrible food like, <laughs> it was bad i did win uh a thing where it got to take off my mom drinks off of our tab though so mm-hmm. that was cool uh but uh yeah it was it was just a crazy situation and like uh we were supposed to get in on the list uh but i'm always so socially bad with that stuff because uh i hadn't heard from herbie all day about getting on the list you know we've been we've gotten on the list before i think mm-hmm. uh roy wood jr hooked us up marazio vance hooked us up so like you know we've been on the list before and you just come in and i always in my mind i always think shit's not gonna work so right, i always so I have some money just in case i have to pay full price right i go to the wheel call and it's like uh can, can, uh is, is roderick more on the list and then it's like yeah it's here and i'm like oh okay well it worked out but normally i just think it's gonna be like never heard of them that's gonna be twice twice as much as it's supposed to be now yeah, and the but th- oh go ahead i'm sorry and the thing is because they wouldn't organize who knows if we were actually on the list and nobody had the list in front of well, him i talked to her well herbie came over and talked to us okay. but uh he was saying basically like we weren't um he hadn't been able to contact them all day they had him on hold oh, and he couldn't okay. get to the manager and stuff and i probably could have came in and just been like well wait till y'all talk to herbie we'll be straight but i was just like let me just pay for these tickets now in case something don't work out you know what <laughs> i mean you just never know later. right so i always went ahead and paid for the tickets but it was cool because we got uh i got my drinks free so uh she hooked us up on that on that way i won the raffle yeah we met uh we was with uh justin and his wife and for those of y'all listening to balls deep his wife is actually a real person Mm -hmm. i know a lot of people might think she imaginary because of the way justin talk all recklessly but she actually a real person you guys should uh definitely check out justin he was on know the score podcast Mm -hmm. his first ever podcast guest appearance and they mm-hmm. talked about sports there he was so good i hope they have him back yeah over and over and over yeah, again on the coast of the network yeah on the coast of the network so y'all look up the coast of the network and then know the score should be the latest know the score and listen to his uh nfl draft analysis his playoff analysis all that stuff that you normally hear on balls deep uh you can get it for free over there um so yeah that was uh that's all the stuff man herbie and herbie and chris were cool man we stuck around and talked to them a little bit after the show mm-hmm. uh they gave karen a shirt uh betty cocker shirt <laughs> got to, to kind of hear herbie stand up to get the joke but uh it was uh but it was a, it was a cool uh the cool they were both good cool dudes and it was cool meeting them and i would have had them on the show today but then um the only problem was that uh my mom was gonna be on the show and i didn't want to have you know them niggas in here with my mom it's like come on <laughs> it's too many people on the mic so uh but i if, i know herbie comes back down uh all the time so hopefully we'll be able to get him on in the studio mm-hmm. and uh last night when we was uh at the event i was telling uh justin's wife that uh people actually like justin and and that uh 
they actually write in and we joke about on a feedback show how he never gonna hear it and she say he told me that and i was just like what do you mean they like you i said i said i know right they really do like him can you believe it too she was shocked it is unbelievable (laughs) right speaking of people that uh people like lauren hill is still selling tickets in 2016 how is that why are people still going to her concert off of one album now the last time that she made the news was that uh she didn't show up and i want to say it was at the grammys or something she just no showed um so i would say at this point she's probably more famous for not showing up for shit than she is for (laughs) her music right uh and she can't sing the versions of her music that we grew up with oh that's why she be speeding them up and slowing them down all that yeah i think legally she just can't sing those same versions so she has to remix them and change them and stuff oh why not i don't know legally she don't oh, have the okay. right i don't know uh at any rate people still go to her concerts they still or they still buy tickets and stuff right so i was on twitter the other day and i saw her name was trending and it turns out once again she had no showed up to a concert she actually showed up more than two hours late two people, hours yes people came to the concert it was uh they have 11 p.m curfew so no matter what the venue uh chastain park amphitheater cuts off the lights and all that shit at 11 right because so. they were like we don't get no overtime unless you're paying for it so she showed up more than two hours late um she's 40 years old now she uh fought off the crowd's booze and waved her hands appearing to unsuccessfully ask the venue for some extra time concert goer uh Lu- louise tajian told daily news on saturday um i'm so pissed about last night i can't let it go the 61 year old atlanta resident fume the music was good but i was too pissed to enjoy it yeah i mean that's why when you go to to lauren hill concert you need to bring a book (laughs) some games or something you know i mean do your taxes do some find something to do because you're gonna have two extra hours on your hands more than likely uh hill vehemently defended herself later in a confrontational video shot by a fan my driver got lost i can't control that she said (laughs) i don't believe you man (laughs) i took that left at albuquerque man uh but taz gian a former hill a fan of hills uh for her seminal solo album the miseducation of lauren hill wasn't buying the explanation she doesn't have gps come on she told the news also pointed out that the singer had hours earlier performed a sound check at the venue i don't care what her excuse was unless she was dying or sick <laughs> yeah that's you know what though if she did a sound check then how did she get lost later like you was there already what she, what, she leave yeah you do the sound check you leave then you come back normally right she did that for the grammys too she showed up for the sound check she don't show up for the show mm. so maybe the the uh the concert guards need to go to the sound check <laughs> oh, all right i actually get a show show up for the sound check you want to see lauren here perform y'all i'm like all right i got my money's worth y'all have a good night make it an all-day event <laughs> she demanded a refund for her ticket which cost 70 dollars plus 20 percent service fee you know the other part of this too is um she only got that much music so let's so it's not like you know like if janet jackson is late they could probably play something a, co- a collection of over her t- you know her 12 albums or whatever it is mm-hmm. before she gets there yeah, yeah like you could probably jam out for an hour or two to janet with lauren you just gonna play that one album a couple fuji's tracks 
you know some songs she did for a couple soundtracks and now it's like all right we're 45 minutes later what's going on right run it back let's go (laughs) just lost one uh a social media debate unfolded well in the saturday morning of, of, of whether or not it was fair to expect professionalism and punctuality from the jersey born grammy winner well not as fair you paid listen the internet is so amazing you will find an argument for everything like stuff that i never thought you could argue right they pay you for your services and you like i show up when i show up and people are like well you they show up when they show up you're like no but you took my money i mean now this here's what the argument that the argument i saw is different than the one they talking about okay the one i saw was if you put your money on lauren hill in 2016 that's, that's a fool's gamble yeah that's your fault you know i was telling people you should have played the lottery take that money and just go play powerball and you got a better chance of getting your money's worth than uh messing with lauren hill man Aww. you know she won't show up that's the one thing we know about her at this point is that she won't show up you know I, I and i don't mean to judge you know i honestly i've never been to a lauren hill concert Mm-mm. but in all fairness neither most of the people that pay for them tickets Aww. so we got something in common who am i to judge um so yeah uh i'm a i would not recommend an artist consistently be late but if they are so be it rapper to live quali wrote art should be unpredictable now he he wrote a whole piece defending her last time she did some dumb shit like this i don't know i think she must be his friend because i'm damn sure if if i know talia quali can say what he wants but if he know his black ass show up 10 minutes late to his concert everybody about to be on twitter on him he's mm-hmm. he's extremely professional on time so it's sad to see him defend somebody who's clearly not uh but time isn't an art time is absolute said uh article in response a uh, 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 user in response to that and laura hill absolutely wastes people's time consistently several also admitted that the notoriously tardy hills behavior friday was just par for the course people bugging because lauren hill late to a concert y'all this happens every time uh you gotta have the same approach with buying lauren hill tickets in 2016 you would with giving a friend a loan <laughs> <laughs> you may or may not get your money back hey, if i get it back it's good but if not it's cool um so yeah apparently you know this is what she does now what i like to do when this happens is um i go on twitter and i find all the people that's that's mad oh because they're gonna be upset because they didn't get their um tickets because <laughs> they didn't get their money's worth on the tickets mm-hmm. and uh i started the hashtag uh ant hill because you know beehive is uh beyonce <laughs> yeah so you know i you know you had a beehive and they known for defending beyonce and uh they get called you know sick offense and all this stuff and i um you know and they have rihanna as the navy yep so i said lauren hill should have some people that defend her so we're gonna be the ant hill and then i just go around to people that are having problems with the tickets and then i just apologize or uh talk shit to them for being upset hey is that h-i-l-l yeah h-i-l-l ant hill it should be ain't here <laughs> she ain't here too Mm-mm. 
uh like this person said why are people still paying to see lauren hill and then being surprised when baby girl comes out three hours late and i said it gives us time to do our taxes before she shows up and then i put three and emojis and put ant hill <laughs> somebody said anybody bashing bitching about lauren hill in concert ain't really here for l boogie i said time and time again i said exactly they don't understand the queen three ants ant hill um someone said this quote photo reminded me of the speech lauren hill gave at the essence award in 1999 and it's a picture of lauren hill and i said yes because she was booked to be there in 1997 hashtag ain't <laughs> <laughs> said never been to a concert that started on time i'll give lauren hill that but she just doesn't show up at all sometimes and i said that's why you should bring a book and catch up on reading ants and then ain't hill um i really just need lauren hill to be present and on time for the show tonight and i just put the ants in the ant hill uh she says 80 another person this person paid for the tickets 89 dollars oh wait it's moved hold on this is something like 89 dollars and 50 cent tickets not including the fees associated with the ticket purchase and lauren hill is over two hours late and i said but you'll remember them 12 minutes that she was there forever <laughs> and hill uh first to say is ain't here really a thing because i'm about to die laughing <laughs> <laughs> so i said there's cp time then there's lauren hill time i said which is always right on time and you uh, uh cj starchild said lauren hill really out here showing up late performing in an album performing an album to age like a banana in the sun and i said age bananas are black and fragrant though you coon (laughs) and heal i know he died laughing i do uh i don't feel like that album aged bad i like that album it's still jam um someone said don't waste your time and money on lauren hill show she's poo gates open at seven how how you ain't hit the stage is it's out after 11 i said 30 minutes of lauren hill is worth it oh wait 30 minutes of miss hill is worth it mm-hmm. oh. uh so yeah that was that was my contribution to the people that was angry ah! haven't had that much fun since some people was mad janet jackson got pregnant and took all their money right um <clears throat> so yeah she uh you know other than talia quality everybody thought she was she was tripping now she went on facebook and uh actually put a defense of uh why she be late to shit all the time uh today um and i think i have it on my page um which is it was sad she put in more effort uh <laughs> to, to, to do this oh, than to be at that concert she says uh now this is five hours ago which means she probably meant to write it saturday um, <laughs> i don't show up late to shows because i don't care uh i wait i don't think she meant that sentence to sound like that i don't show up late to shows because i don't care and i have nothing but love and respect for my fans the challenge is aligning my energy with the time taking something that isn't easily classified or contained and trying to make it available for others i don't have an on or off switch i'm at my best when i'm open rested sensitive and liberated to express myself as truthfully as possible for every performance that i've arrived at late too late there have been countless others where i performed in excess of two hours beyond what i'm contracted to do pouring everything out on the stage because i care so deeply about the artistic process i scrutinize have perfectionist tendencies and want space made for spontaneity which is not an easy process 
with the many moving parts on the road some days we are more successful than others regarding time however the vitality that is infused into the performances is always appreciated by the audiences who may not know exactly what it took to accomplish what hasn't been touched upon by the media i'm sure are the hundreds of people who rushed the stage and stayed in excess of an hour after the show ended last night just to connect shit probably just ask for their money back mm-hmm. our challenges our challenge is to figure out the best way to accommodate the vitality spontaneity and spirit that make the performance worthwhile and special to begin with while also making the experience available and accessible to others if i didn't love and respect the art i wouldn't be doing this the audience and i should have that in common my true audience knows emphatically that i care it isn't it isn't possible to affect people in any deep and meaningful way without putting sacrificial time in i have nothing but love and appreciation for the fans in atlanta and regret not being able to give you a full show we are figuring out a plan to make it up to you and we'll announce details as soon as we have them or probably hours and hours after we have them Mm-mm. respectfully mlh miss lauren hill Mm-mm. you crazy get your ass down nobody <laughs> care about your energy power nothing though what read what the clock say put your power on clock time right your power and that needs to be aligned because there's other superstars they show their ass up on time you don't never hear nobody talking about beyonce never show up or rihanna never show up or taylor swift never show up or adele never show up so i don't want to hear that Mm-mm i'm waiting for somebody to, to use this shit when they late to work one day your boss gonna look at you but like, mm-hmm. your energy is so aligned it aligned your ass out of here you fired terrell can we talk to you in the conference room real quick listen i don't show up late to work because i don't care and i have nothing in love and, but love and respect for my coworkers. the challenge is aligning my energy with the time taking something that isn't easily classified or contained and trying to make it available for all of y'all i don't have an on off switch why y'all handing me this box why you handing me my stuff <laughs> is this my stuff in this box why y'all walking me out to my car y'all know i'm at my best when i'm open rested sensitive and liberated to express myself yeah. as truly as truthfully as possible on these spreadsheets and they y'all gonna look at you now you got all the time in the world mm-hmm good grief come on man i don't want to hear that we really writing open letters about being late to shit consistently that's just sad anyway man it's not gonna stop some of y'all from buying them tickets so what do what do i know right um <clears throat> azalea banks speaking of crazy women in the in the news oh boy she endorses uh donald trump for president mm, that's not about right she was just talking bad about beyonce um not too long ago mm. now look where we're at mm-hmm. gets her the most attention yep so she endorses donald trump for president uh he has like he literally has the worst celebrity endorsers Mm -hmm. of all the people you know like he just has the the just the bottom feeders of celebrity like nobody like nobody i hope there's nobody sitting around like i was waiting for azalea banks to tell me who she was voting for Mm -hmm. a lot of a lot of them people probably too young to vote or, or don't care uh well she is homophobic so they got that in common she says i really want donald trump to win the election she told her twitter followers that her prediction about the president's race was true i told you guys bernie sanders didn't have a clout i told you all he wasn't going to be the nominee then all fairness, she probably said that and then said he was because she contradicts herself all the time yes sir and her series of tweets she defended trump about his, his outspoken opinions trump is an asshole but he's not 
being groomed to program on some maculture tip or to do and say what the uh establishment wants him to trump just wants the u.s to be lavish for all of us i can fuck with that for all of us is that what she getting from these speeches <laughs> yeah he just wanted for everybody except the blacks and the muslims and the people that are latino descent and women uh and the gays uh but other than that everybody uh so someone said but he's racist and then she said so am i lol racism <laughs> racism we already knew this ma'am racism slash racialism is is sewn into the fabric of our nation it's just who the fuck we are she started followed by trying to be all pc and pretending as if we aren't racial racist is not good for culture censorship is boring censorship is trash television and movies are even boring now because of it no one can say anything anymore oh man she is i missed the day when she promised she was deleting her twitter and i really thought she was but but when she said it i was like nah she ain't gonna stay gone for long because people like that love attention so yeah she like herpes on twitter it just it's never going away <laughs> it might it might have a, it might flare up and then go away a little bit but it's coming back oh yeah because the thing about uh instagram you don't get the same response like for twitter it's like a constant pouring in mm-hmm. with instagram it ain't the same so i was like nah she ain't gonna stay over there too long oh well just another instance of her making more news for twitter than any music she's ever put out um let's see what else we got here um facebook confirms that it will sponsor trump's republican national convention uh so despite the uh i guess uh what's his name mark ceo mark zuckerberg uh last month criticizing fearful voices calling for building walls and distancing people from uh they label as others um uh on the social media um they're still going to support uh they're still going to sponsor anyway the GOP's July convention in Cleveland um so is you know i guess uh politics make strange bedfellows that and the bet you that money was right yeah they well they're they're the ones um if i'm not mistaken they're the ones paying Paying, money but yeah there's gonna be some benefit from them they're not i'm trying to find it i ain't sponsoring that just to sponsor it is something under the table that somebody don't know nothing about i don't know about under the table but just on his face i mean that's gonna probably get more attention than the democratic convention so if you're just looking at tv and stuff and seeing their ads places and all that stuff and the excitement uh facebook probably all all sponsors will probably benefit more from the republican platform because more people gonna see your advertisements because more people are just in love with uh covering trump yeah yeah you know sad but i mean that's what the president and uh larry wilmore were saying at that dinner they was like y'all made him (laughs) like he not like he's he's a dude that probably got into this race to to give more advertising to his hotel and now he's gonna be the presidential nominee because y'all wouldn't stop covering him for free right for free dog um so yeah the company's participation in the convention will include sponsoring a lounge at the 2012 rnc facebook sponsored photo spots for attendees um so some now credo action which is associated with wireless provider credo mobile 
uh, has gathered more than 65,000 signatures for a petition urging google and microsoft to pull out of supporting the rnc saying it's irresponsible and dangerous for corporations like google and microsoft to promote trump's hate by sponsoring the republican convention microsoft has already said it will pre- it will provide only technology and support not cash uh coca-cola is also dramatically scaled back in support of the event but according to a statement by facebook the company's continued support is not about endorsing the platform but instead about facilitating the open dialogue among voters candidates and elected officials during the conventions so there you go uh facebook is saying nah we just a media platform uh for conversation now mm, you should say so 50 cent got in trouble because he was in an airport and he saw an airport worker there and he uh started mocking him and talking shit about him in a video and it turns out that the guy has uh like some some like it's, i think he may even have autism or something oh uh, and he was trying to say the guy was high and uh like all this stuff um <clears throat> and uh it was i mean it first of all it wasn't even really a funny video but it was just you know 50 cents like just picking on somebody basically mm-hmm. like he pick on the lady that he put money up on instagram and then talk about i'm broke like that picking on yeah well i mean well speaking of money he actually took a hundred thousand dollars and he donated it to this organization called autism speaks which uh from my understanding people are saying it's actually a really horrible organization that's really bad for autistic people and it's more about like their families and stuff but it's not actually helping the people that you know have autism uh here's a news report good evening rapper 50 cent is no stranger to controversy now an encounter with a contract worker at our international airport creates a firestorm online he followed the worker and posted the video on twitter complete with speculation the young man may be on drugs truth turned out to be much different than that local 12's adam clements tracked down the man in the video Disturbing, appalling, just flat out sick. That's how the parents of Andrew Farrell describe the video you're about to see. It shows rapper 50 Cent harassing their son. Odds are after you see it, you'll feel the same way. What's your name? Andrew Farrell had just started his work day at CVG. He was on his way to clean one of the gates. Then this guy just comes up and just starts talking to me. It wasn't just any guy. It was rapper 50 Cent. And he wasn't just talking to Andrew. He was harassing him. Look at that. Look at the. What kind of do you think he took before he got to work today? He hot as a right here in the airport. It hurts to watch that. Yeah. It's painful. Yeah, it is. Andrew's stepfather, Ken, couldn't believe what he was seeing. You know, you come up and you start talking to a kid that you have nothing about. That's not fair. I mean, that's a slap in the face. Here's a guy who people look up to, and he's going to act like that? <laughs> come on. Andrew has dealt with social anxiety and mild autism all his life. His mother, Amanda, says it's heartbreaking to see him treated like this. Personally, I think the guy was mad. Andrew didn't know who he was right away. And he ignored him and he did his job and went about his business. I think he was mad and offended because somebody wasn't flocking to him. Andrew's Uh family would like an apology. If they don't get one, they've got a simple suggestion for 50 cent. You don't deserve to come to Cincinnati at all. You're done. As for Andrew, he's pretty happy with the person he is. I don't do drugs. I believe in God. And I'm a hard worker. Pretty good guy. 
Now, Andrew and his family say the outpouring of support from complete strangers from all over the world has been tremendous. Hundreds of positive messages have been posted to Andrew's Instagram and Facebook pages in the past few days. Adam Clements, Local 12 News. And despite all the attention online, 50 Cent has yet to make a public comment about the video. generation is crazy. They're crazy. What's your name? Look at him. Look at the... What kind of shit you think he took before he got to work today? He high as a motherfucker right here in the airport. Pupils dilated, everything looking like the... The new generation is fucking crazy. There you go. Class act 50 cent. So, uh, <clears throat> yeah, he apologized and he's given a hundred thousand dollars to autism speaks. Uh, so, and I, like I said, I heard people being like, yeah, that's not a good organization, but I don't know if he cares. I think the person that probably cares the most is that woman he owes all that money to and he declared bankruptcy after he, uh, put out her sex tape without her permission. I know she like, you can't donate to some charity can i get like some of that you just throwing it away um <clears throat> kanye west had his criminal record erased that's right wait where did everybody go oh karen helping uh my mom with the camera sorry y'all i was like what the hell y'all stop listening to the show am i by myself uh kanye west got his criminal record erased um uh by a california judge um so uh good for him man he's he's free now uh he had been convicted in march 2014 for beating up a paparazzi dude um and uh in two in the summer of 2013 but now that that crime has been completely expunged um so uh good good for him man um you guys can stop picking on kanye west and his criminal record now uh because he's back to being not a criminal it must be nice to be rich just be like uh can you take that one off and they're like gotcha um <clears throat> kfc is releasing edible fried chicken flavored nail polish what? no 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 uh well um apparently they are um it's gonna be i guess literally finger licking good <laughs> um yeah this uh they want to have a secret the secret mix of 11 herbs and spices uh on nail polishes for kfc hong kong so you gotta be in japan to get this guys um they're gonna have original oh, it's hong kong flavor. china oh go ahead what are you saying i said they're gonna have like original extra crispy like they're gonna have all the flavors <laughs> in there barbecue spicy <laughs> i mean yeah hong kong is china my bad but yeah um yeah the polish uh, the polished flavors are sourced from natural ingredients and based on the brand's tw- two favorite recipes original and hot and spicy karen oh so they can't they probably can't do crispy that'd be some jacked up fingernail polish so uh it does taste like chicken uh and mm, yeah all you gotta that. do is simply apply and dry like regular nail polish and then lick you again sh- and again the brand said in statement you sure you sure i'm sure okay and how does it come off does it gradually come out lick it, it off and then you put it back on does it peel like we don't have regular fingernail polish kind of chips like slowly chips like how how does it do okay i didn't create the fingernail polish can <laughs> you should contact i got questions kfc questions 
can you put it on your toes i got questions kfc does checker store burger buns in the bathroom yes that I, is the question that foxnews.com is asking i believe it because i think they sell crack so yes uh yeah they sell out the, the bando out the trap house for sure right so of course you, they do that customers at tennessee checker says they were treated to some extra grub and the la- at the last place you'd ever expect in the bathroom hundreds of burger buns were stacked high just feet away from a public toilet uh it's just bad business poor management and it's disgusting cooper told wrcb another customer steven staley took a picture and recorded video evidence of the buns and uh to alert consumers the video shows several racks of hamburger buns um right next to the toilet in the men's bathroom (laughs) my first thought was are they going to serve them speechless uh and others uh and speechless other than that staley told wrcb as a manager of a nearby mcdonald's staley says he was appalled by the apparent lack of regard for food safety standards damn that's that's a pot cow kettle black if mcdonald's is disgusting you know your shit is terrible yeah it is uh i've been to i've been to get a serve safe certificate and you learn all about all that stuff in the class he said food safety is definitely a big priority in a restaurant yeah, look, how we call them checkers a restaurant, though? Mm, checkers is a box that y'all put some employees in and drop some fries in the back. Right. I feel like they drop the money out the side, like, uh, like they do in, uh, the wire. Right. Like I said, you ain't got that much room. So that's what I was saying. You, you like put them in like a, a four by four box. Of course they put buns in the bathroom. Where else are you going to put them? Staley says he told the manager about the buns after taking pictures and staying and stayed at the restaurant until employees moved the bread more than an hour after his complaint he then told the health department's emergency tip line uh called them for help we had an environmentalist go out to the restaurant sunday morning to speak with the manager and find out what the situation was with all the bacteria and things that are present in the restroom it's possible to contaminate the food so that's never acceptable once on sunday inspectors called to the scene told wrcb they found buns in the dumpster so apparently they threw them away because the, they got caught mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, you know what's funny is, it's checkers so they probably just went to like food line and bought like regular bread and start putting the burgers on that like it's <laughs> they're writing two days away right it's like here man just put it on this wonder bread um but dog uh i ain't order no fish plate well you well you gonna have it with this we right. just the only bread we got just peel off the edges not no peel off the crust there there were no imminent health hazards present while we were there in order to require them to be closed uh said the the person who went up there a day afterwards checkers has since apologized for the apparent food safety violation and spokeswoman kim francis released a statement they hate this the health and safety of our guests is top priority and bread delivery mistakenly left in the ba- bathroom is completely unacceptable mm, is that what the story oh so oh so the people that delivered it lifted yeah. y'all which mean y'all probably told them oh put that shit in the bathroom right no because i mean no employee oversaw that the manager's job is to be like right. put it here well i've worked at restaurants <laughs> the manager normally is the person that meets the meets the people sign off on the paper and tell them where to put the shit at and what kind of bread delivery person would make that mistake well i didn't see nobody so i assume y'all wanted the bread by the place where y'all shit and piss right the hundreds of hundreds and thousands of places they deliver stuff you the one place they be like you know what i'm gonna put it in the bathroom mm. uh we don't believe you 
yeah that's not even acceptable for like a house no you know what i mean i wouldn't eat at your house if you was like oh get something out the bathroom it's some bread for these sandwiches right, i go in your bathroom it's the pantry in there we might need to talk <laughs> right uh they said the buns were misplaced during a delivery at the franchise operated checkers location in cleveland tennessee on saturday and then when discovered they were immediately disposed of by the restaurant team the buns were never served the employees involved in the delivery have been disciplined the health department conduct conducted an investigation of the restaurant this morning and confirmed the disposal of the buns we apologize to our guests and we are taking taking action with this franchisee to ensure our operation procedures are followed they say they've been disciplined so what y'all tell them don't do that no more because you know you only got eight employees so you fire them who 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 gonna work the trap house today here's my question how long y'all think it took till they got them buns out the trash and brought them back in (laughs) what they gone they gone (laughs) load them back load them back up yeah they was like she they in plastic no money to throw away like that bitch the buns in plastic we good i know they were like you don't go out there and get them goddamn buns i know uh so they asked cooper was it enough and the customer said no it's a wrap i'm done i'm not gonna eat there anymore it's nasty you know the manager had to know about this well let's be honest guys you you didn't have a feeling checkers Checkers was doing that before come on guys checkers that would just confirm what i thought Mm -hmm. like oh yeah that's that makes sense like i'll be pissing next to the buzz like this makes sense (laughs) this this is the place where this will happen um so oh and and things that rod was right about that uh not not actually happy to be right about this but remember during the oregon standoff the one this one lady brought her children up there to sing for the oregon people mm-hmm. for them for the militia people i was like who would bring their kids up their whole crew to a place where the federal government is having a fucking standoff with armed people that's just that's crazy you don't do that Mm-mm. and she just wanted them to sing some terrible song and i remember going i bet that 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 family like is fucked up and she probably made those kids do that and she might be abusive come on what kid would want to go up there with everybody holding guns at them and sing a terrible ass song well happy mother's day seven children who were taken to perform to for occupiers during the armed takeover of an oregon wildlife refuge refuge early this year have been placed in the temporary custody of kansas child child welfare officials somebody seen that video and called was like hey i don't know who this family is but y'all need to go check on them yeah um the kansas city star reported that a judge made the placement wednesday after finding probable cause that the children of odalis sharp had been abused sharp told the star the star as she left the hearing that she didn't abuse her children well, you can see from the way they were singing it was she was like the white joe jackson and shit <laughs> <laughs> sing sing for these patriots according to the testimony for two and a half of a two and a half hour hearing five of her children bolted friday after she climbed in the shower they removed guns from the house before getting a ride from a neighbor to the Holy shawnee county shit. sheriff's office a child welfare worker say the children reported that their mother spanked them with a rod also five of them did oh so she went to go bathe and they was like let's go we free right underground railroad underground they, they dipped out of there um so yeah i hate to be right about that but i mean it just looked bad. wrong right looked like something right yeah um speaking of chill uh children uh africa africa bambata is removed as universal zulu nation leader amid allegations of child molestation now uh my man uh i'm already forgetting his name but he goes by like 
daniel trey somies or something like that on twitter mm-hmm. he had like a whole bunch of extra information about this that i didn't understand because i don't really know anything about the zulu nation right uh but uh apparently um some of this is just logistical stuff like they're not like it's not actually taking him out of a position of power but it's kind of a good press release good press for them Oh, okay but they appear to have removed him as leader of the universal zulu nation amid growing allegations of child molestation according to an announcement from the organization last month ronald savage a former new york state democratic committee member accused ben Bada of sexually abusing him in 1980 when savage was 15 years old since then three more men have come forward with similar allegations a man named hassan campbell uh who said that uh ben Bada repeat, repeatedly sexually abused him when he was 12 and 13 they called the DJ a pervert who likes little boys. Two other men whose identities were not fully disclosed also say Bambada abused them when they were minors. A former bodyguard also claims Bambada abused hundreds of young boys since the early 1970s, and Bambada has denied all allegations. <coughs> uh, initially, the Universal Zulu Nation, which uh, he founded in the 70s, defended their leader, calling the accusations a government-sponsored media attack. But in a press release issued on Friday, the organization says it uh, is significantly restructuring its leadership. Despite not mentioning him by name, they know all accused parties and those accused of covering up the current allegation of child molestation have been removed and have stepped down from their current positions. The Zulu Nation also calls public scrutiny, uh, including from Talil Kweli, over how the organization has handled the allegations, a trial by social media uh so yeah they have a full release below which i'm not reading but Mm-mm. apparently they um they supposedly distancing themselves from him we'll see we will see and it's one of those things where you know if it was one of those things where y'all were gonna hold y'all wouldn't do shit but apparently people are talking and people are saying stuff so like you know for the quote-unquote the man taking you down and the, the social media y'all moving like y'all doing something quote mm-hmm. unquote even it put like this even if like this even if you ain't doing shit you're doing shit you know because one of those things where okay you ain't stripping him of all his power but you know what he ain't leader no more right oh i'm about to uh i gotta grab something from the other room keep talking about it though but uh yeah he uh the other part about this that that's wild to me is it's an organization about black unity right like it's all founded on this idea of pro-blackness and black people being together and all this shit and then once something bad happened it's like look at the black y'all trying to take down the black man it's like well his victims were black yeah and they part of the government conspiracy (laughs) right and it's one of those things i think for me personally uh a lot of that is on that that hotel stuff you know and i think for me that's very very irritating once you realize you you go back and you look at it you go oh we see what this is really about you didn't care until people kind of with you but like this it's else i think it's some outside pressures and some inside pressures from people because you can't tell me this whole organization is unified right on this so it's people that have seen some shit and was like he did that y'all need to take him down i like i mean once the bodyguard came out i mean which says a lot because like why didn't you call anybody and people a lot of people asking that question too you know you you so you knew hundreds of boys got molested and you was okay with it anyway um but once he came out it's like a, a inside source of the company coming out like okay now we know tobacco's bad you got people that work there being like oh we knew so i feel like maybe that's part of why they 
started distancing themselves either that or they finally talked to some white folks that was like man y'all gotta do something y'all in trouble all right he's like the black sandusky basically mm-hmm. uh all right time for our new segment um that's right time for the hive attack so um as usual beyonce is causing quite a stir by a lot of people um she released lemonade and everybody has to have an opinion about it everybody well glamour magazine actually deleted an article by two white writers who uh that were defending becky with the good hair <laughs> British Glamour magazine had Becky's fight back. Here, two Glamour writers defend their name and their good hair. Why? Like nobody was talking to you, or expecting you to write anything about it. Mm-hmm. Why you gotta be the one to do that? Trying to capitalize on the popular lyrical phrase "Becky with the good hair," two white staffers wrote up an article called "Things You Only Know If You Have If You're Called Becky and Have Good Hair." The entire article is made up of gifs and or gifs and gimmicks about hair and is written by two staffers who are actually both named Becky and claim to have excellent hair. Uh but the use of the off key gifs, uh like a uh, one of Justin Bieber petting Esperanza Spaulding's afro showed that some was some considered to be willful ignorance. Social media users quickly fired back at the article and the corresponding tweet. Glamour first removed a tweet promoting the article before removing the article itself and have sincerely issued their apology. We're really sorry for the offense caused and not just for getting uh shouted at, but because we have missed a big chunk of what Becky meant. Just don't it's okay not to write about it it's okay to be like we don't know or hire a black person it's okay to do that too you just you don't know the cultural relevance of some of this shit and it's okay to be like you know what i don't have to write an article about this because i don't know what the fuck i'm talking about right it's that simple you know how many times we've covered limp biscuit on this show zero i don't know what the fuck is going on with Limp biscuit i'm listening to music um <clears throat> <laughs> beyonce made history with all 12 lemonade songs debuting on the hot 100 mm-hmm. so you know um yep and all, every single one of her individual albums have all been number one mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um let's see what else happened uh oh rita aura took a picture with uh beyonce while wearing a not becky pin on her shirt yeah letting <laughs> by no i'm not her right she's like i don't want to be in no more of these hive attacks the no memes. more i'm like you know i'm not her i don't want no more lemons in my uh <laughs> lemon emojis Mm-mm. on my page on my child's page if i get one more fucking update on my phone that just look like lemons i'm gonna be upset ah, and bees right <laughs> notification lemon 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 be 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 lemon lemon so she said uh she had to show up with this pen to the met gala um which is crazy because i don't know if y'all saw beyonce's uh met gala dress but it was uh it was the the uh becky's skin with the um confetti teeth thing oh that's what that was yeah 
she she man she be thinking shit through all the way also did y'all did y'all know even at the super bowl um <clears throat> she had the ivy park um promotional stuff there during the super bowl no. <clears throat> yeah it was on like the drums um for the marching band it said ivy, ivy park before we even knew what that was the uh clothing line for people to work out and stuff i should be thinking so fine advance i didn't even know because nobody knew what it was she's playing chess man yeah, um here's an article eight reasons we're crowning beyonce as an honorary latina <laughs> from latina.com okay. i believe later they apologize for this because people was like she's black so and especially what was what was really pissing people off is that they're dark darker latino people latina and latino people right mm-hmm. who are like we don't get enough representation from our own magazine right so they was like how the fuck you gonna start skipping over us and just go straight to a black woman without that has no you know that isn't claiming anything like latina in, in her background when you have plenty of brown and darker latino people that y'all can celebrate that y'all choose not to come on dog so they got in a lot of trouble right that's very insulting to 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 them and you know what if she would have said that they'd have been mad she would have said i'm i'm an honorary latino people would have had a fucking fit so nope i don't want to hear it yeah so they got in trouble for that they uh they had like a whole and it's insensitive slideshow and shit um man people just can't help but get themselves in trouble around beyonce Mm, you could have said nothing though could have said nothing alex jones had something to say about beyonce uh he said that um her lemonade album was funded by the cia to start a race war (laughs) them federal dollars you guys know how it is now that we all in formation what's the next thing to do gotta go kill some white people everybody knows this lord uh it seems like every take on beyonce six studio album lemonade is just a little bit hotter than the last which means that every take probably makes you uh just a little bit angrier than the last and apparently that's exactly what the cia wants at least that's what Infowars mascot alex jones thinks and he's certainly never been wrong before uh he posted a video on facebook um about this it was it's about four minutes long Let's see if i can play it now this is what they pay for i mean understand you put something on the super bowl folks this is our latest video i mean you I mean, blowing stuff up uh beating everything up smashing vehicles and it's all about men first it's hate the cops in the last video now it's the ultimate feminist video being hailed she just hates men and runs around with a crazed look on her face attacking everything the article's also up on infowars.com we have a bunch more screenshots of it uh, actually happening let me just show you right here and, and again this is admitted high level it turns out basically everything they put on the super bowl or out on viacom is run by CIA propaganda because that's their domestic job. Beyonce invokes urban terrorism in the video. And this is just to get people to act like total morons so that they can then be basically arrested, set up, put in jail. I mean, this is, I mean, look at the look on her face in the whole anti-police deal. This is how she ran around like, you just deal with the cops, they're the enemy, and then it'll fix everything. And then she's funded by the very government and the very platform, the very establishment system puts her out there. So I wanted to actually just show you this because I forgot to pull this up. Let me see. Uh, NFL. Um, it's another person holding the camera. What's wrong with your life? 
money and stop that. Uh, and again, I'm not for, uh, against our military. I'm against the fact that they do all this stuff. Now, 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 now this is just in a few games, 5.4 million was 300 plus million to salute troops. And that's just to make people go join the military. The point is it's deception. It's paid. They pay sometimes a million dollars per game to have this done. And then they do it for other promotions and things. I don't even know how those two things were connected. Right. Okay. So, anyway. Beyonce is trying to... Uh, <laughs> Crazy pants. <laughs> she don't, she, you know, she's trying to get the lemonade uh, sales going up. Uh, a lot of lemons are going to be sold out now. Uh, the lemon industry is funded by terrorists. And, and the gays. If you buy the lemons, uh, this will cause the destruction of the police. You know, them homo demons. Police drink uh, lemonade uh, sometimes, and now they won't be able to afford it. You know who else has lemonade? Chick Fil A, very good lemonade. Ah, and closed, ah, on, ah. closed on Sundays, which is also the day of what NFL football? Think about it. Anyway, that dude don't know what he's talking about either. Um, could have said nothing. Could have said nothing uh also uh as predicted um there are some people who are uh bringing us art uh that is inspired by lemonade Especially freedom. That's definitely not about you. Yes. Oh man, just I know the Dixie chicks are covering daddy lessons, but I don't know. I feel like the Dixie chicks are down. And that's a country. Not trying to find like that's that their genre of country. music, right? You know, that's their. <laughs> also uh they went and got a whole band they are performing live in a concert i think it's a little bit different than one person with a guitar just trying to be like you know what's the yams
you know what i'll allow it that's the only one i'm allowing right because a that's their genre of music and it's one of those things where you you feel like they're going to do the song justice versus like you say some random person with a ukulele plucking at it talking about some freedom yeah they talk shit about uh george w bush so they always be cool in my book and then uh also you have um the fact that they all um have like a band and backup and stuff you know she did fuck up the beginning of the song uh they have a band they have backup they have people that and and it was also just very forward thinking of beyonce to put out a country song because yes. uh the word on the street is they playing it on country music stations so of course they are and also it's one of those things where yeah um they can say what they want to say but they'll fuck around and invite her to the cma and have her perform that song yeah. i'll watch the cma that'd be the only cma i have ever watched in my motherfucking life but y'all invite beyonce i'm watching uh the rapper kaya this is beyonce's lemonade musical and calls out oprah and serena williams oh this chick oh yeah. she the worst all right i read that interview you read the interview yeah i haven't heard it but i read it yeah you might know kaya from uh her hit song my uh, neck my, my neck my back how you guys ever heard that one i'll play it for you if you haven't um <clears throat> let me see uh here we go um yeah a second to load up all you ladies pop your pussy, pussy like this shake your body don't stop don't miss all you ladies pop your pussy like this shake your body don't stop don't miss just do it do it do it do it do it now lick it good suck this pussy just like you should right now lick it good suck this pussy just like you should my neck my back lick my pussy and my crack my neck my back lick my pussy and my crack my neck my back lick my pussy and my crack my neck my back i mean you really can't you know hate on something as timeless as that hit um so yeah she uh took time to diss beyonce on a radio show uh causing her name to trend for on several for several hours on social media uh, according to the radio outburst the female rapper who goes by at queen kaya on twitter and kaya thug missus on instagram then proceeded to drop a litany of tweets aimed at beyonce and her husband jay-z throughout the charade kaya continued to refer to herself as hashtag motor mouth mouth almighty in addition to calling out beyonce in a series of inflammatory statements on air kaya also tried to include oprah's harpo productions in the uh in the in the shade fest harpo who is the blonde hair blue-eyed hoe walking through nigeria she put on instagram and then she put hashtag be jose and hashtag ocean don't know her uh i know you why was serena humping on the floor after all the years of tennis training with her father she continued after the initial rant, Kai then proceeded to share her beliefs on race and the plight of black women in 2016. Which nobody asked for. As it pertains to Beyonce and her recent Super Bowl performance that drew controversy from conservatives, police forces, and the media. Ha ha, the black woman is the most disrespected bitch where? And then a bunch of emojis, uh, middle fingers, thumbs down, punching, and the arm flexing hashtag my thoughts hashtag lemonade hashtag fuck her hashtag ocean don't know her hashtag live out loud radio hashtag why serena hashtag turn up tuesdays hashtag motor mouth mouth 
almighty uh, but um, i guess you say uh in the new song that jay-z supposed to be cheating on us bullshit i think it's all game i think they just doing something to keep themselves relevant but um she's influenced like girls to leave their motherfucker but i guess you say uh, oh she said fuck her wow okay the black woman is the most fucked over. No other race disrespects or gets war like a black woman. The black woman ain't shit. Black kids dying, black men, the daddies ain't there beating, abusing their children. Then she got the African girl, oh, like this. The black woman. Uh, hmm. I'm not sure what her thesis statement is there. But, um. Yeah, a lot of us that nobody paying you no attention, and it's one of those things where I guarantee you, which Beyonce never would. But if Beyonce was to reach out to her, or she had, she, she was on it, she'd have never said those words. A lot of times, people say shit just to make themselves irrelevant. That's right. Yeah. So apparently, uh, she's very hurt. She's very upset, right, guys. Because nobody paying her no attention. Honestly, no matter what she does, no matter how many albums she releases. Who is that person going, I'm going to the next Kaya concert, a Kaya that was hot in the streets? She says, fuck her. First of all, the video was tired and through and long, and it made black people look bad as hell. Bitch, you walk around with this blonde, long-ass hair, but you want African queens and kings in your video. Had Serena uh, as her goddamn jester dancing and stripping for her. I can't believe Serena got on there and was Beyonce's prop perking in a bodysuit in this long-ass black slave-ass video here you is black as a uh, black juicy berry and you getting in front of this hoe and letting her have her legs gaped open in the chair while you twerking for her like the slave masters had us doing um now i will bring you guys back to exhibit a uh because you know obviously she is a person of a lot of uh respect and esteem like you should right now lick it good suck this pussy just like you should my neck my back lick my pussy and my crack my neck my back lick my pussy and my crack my neck my back lick my pussy and my crack my neck my back lick my pussy and my crack my neck my back lick my pussy and my crack so as you can see kai is a person that is about the utmost representation and respect for black people and black women in general she don't want us to look bad out here that's all so she just wants us to get back to the days where we have respect you know we're like you know my neck my back lick my pussy and my crack okay what's so bad about that you know it's like her other um hit song don't trust no niggas Mm-hmm. Oh, i don't know if i ever heard this one mm-hmm. not to be confused with her other song don't trust no nigga okay <laughs> that one did not have a z uh so yeah uh anytime five of your top 10 songs on title which is you know giving money to jay-z and beyonce uh is my neck my back versions of my neck my back neck my neck my back lick it street club version my neck my back lick it radio version the tony newman radio mix we all know that one. Oh shit who the hell is the tommy noonian i don't know i don't know anyway man thanks thanks for chiming in kyle we really the the black community needed that that wake up call with that Illuminati mess. 
all right let's get into our segments guys i mean i guess that's technically a segment too but that is a segment our other segments We're just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. It's time to play the game that we all hate to play. It's fucking with black people. The game where we go around and read articles from all over the globe. We assign point scores from zero to hundred and intervals of twenty-five. How much we feel fucked with as black people? Today's contestants, a lot of people. All right, number one, Bill Clinton serves fried chicken to black folks in Louisville, Kentucky. Uh-huh. did they have a side of greens too he was uh you know it's time to pander um i bet you that shit was lit he probably battered it himself and that's really the whole i mean it's just a picture of him handing out chicken making chicken plates for black people did he give him that one to break uh <laughs> most of the hot sauce them the only two what type hot sauce that's what type you get hot sauce uh zero to a hundred karen for me i get a zero all right as long as it was croaker and good i'm cool with it it's not fish it's chicken so i hope they don't have no croaker chicken <laughs> i thought you said fish plate my no bad. i said chicken he fried chicken <laughs> he handed out fried chicken does that change anything that it was fried chicken Do you... nope zero all right mom well he's missing the watermelon <laughs> <laughs> give him a 25 all right uh i personally give him a 25 because uh he don't even eat that shit like you know bill super healthy now he had that 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 health scare so he probably was you know he probably you know what knowing bill he probably did eat some chicken you know what i give it zero fuck it i ain't i ain't really fucked with by it at all Mm -mm. the worst part is they can't win anyway because it's like if if he would have went in there and not gave him fried chicken they'd be like see they don't even know nothing about the black community here in louisville kentucky we loves our fried chicken and he was scared to serve it bernie sander went in there and gave everybody bagels (laughs) he gave everybody baked chicken right some (laughs) vegan chicken piss everybody off (laughs) he went in there and said uh we don't need to be wasting money on chicken um uh all right uh let's see obama talked to howard graduates yesterday and this is a eighth year obama so it wasn't the um you know you got to work twice as hard keep your head down nope. he was like i won't be do- any more of these speeches it won't be as your president right so um he talked to howard um about uh be confident in your blackness be confident in your heritage be confident in your blackness he told a crowd of fifteen thousand gathered at washington dc's howard university one of the nation's leading historically black colleges let's see if i can get this to play for us uh wait i gotta i gotta turn off i have locker to view this i'm sorry cbs but i won't be viewing it then <laughs> i don't cause i don't want to see ass for a reason um yeah he told a crowd of fifteen thousand gathered um he's uh blackness he said had no litmus test for authenticity pointing out his own conflicting critics who have questioned whether he was too black or not black enough create your own style set your own standard of beauty embrace your own sexuality he added because you're a black person doing whatever it is that you're doing that makes it a black thing or the president continued as my daughters tell me all the times you be you daddy striking a more somber tone the 54 year old president also noted a positive forward movement and race relations since his own time in college um 
so he said that racial relations are better than when i graduated and that's the truth no my election did not create a post-racial society he joked i don't know who was propagating that notion that wasn't mine but the election itself was just one indicator of how attitudes have changed he pointed to the black entertainment powerhouses like beyonce shonda rhimes and noted the black advancing in government and business with ceos with mayors uh representative representatives president of the united states yeah somebody called that one out from the audience by the way he's so good he knew that was gonna happen because he waited for that he said mayor's representative somebody's like president he said mm-hmm, president that's right <laughs> i'm up here uh he said racism persists persists inequality persists with the achievement gap in schools and justice gap in jails later the president expanded on the responsibility that comes with growing up black in the united states he urged howard's 2300 uh, graduates to honor their particular awareness of injustice unfairness and struggle uh black skin mr obama said means we cannot sleepwalk through life we cannot be ignorant of history we can't meet the world with a sense of entitlement and while the president commended the activist spirit of the millennial generation he also warned that passion alone would not be result in any significant legislative overhauls you have to go through life with more than just passion for change you have to have strategy not just awareness but action not just hashtags but votes change he added requires more than righteous anger and pivotal to that strategy for change is voting uh that's how we change our politics by elected people at every level who are representative of and accountable to us he said noting that when we don't vote we disenfranchise ourselves giving away our power um so he later directed his messages to activists in the crowd when discussing the importance of compromising even if it's done with those who have offending views uh we are not always going to agree with each other uh he said citing dr martin luther king's work with president lyndon johnson on the civil rights and voting rights bills but democracy requires compromise even when you are right uh the white house noted earlier in the day that the president who had been awarded an honorary doctor of science degree for his work on the affordable care act gave his third commencement at a historically black college the address to howard graduates is the first of three commencement speeches the president plans to give this year he will also address graduates at rutgers university later this month and the air force academy in colorado springs in june so uh zero to 100 karen zero all right mom zero all right there you go and uh zero for me too uh let's see what else we got here um oh here's a good one racism from the cradle to the grave texas cemetery sued for a whites only policy <laughs> can't even be buried together at san domingo cemetery in rural south texas there are headstones marking the graves of people with names such as davis baxter harris and more but in the county where half the population is hispanic non-anglo names are strangely absent from the plots where dorothy barrera tried to arrange her uh husband's burial earlier this this year the apparent reason became clear a hispanic rights group has filed a federal lawsuit alleging that cemetery officials in the small town of normana uh have for decades operated a whites only policy in violation of state and federal law mm-hmm. the, <laughs> damn I that's petty that. right it just wasn't on the books but every time i guarantee you people have asked in the past and they kept coming up with excuses and excuses and people like fuck it i'll just go somewhere else. like did they expect the people to be in heaven in a whites only part you know like see if you blur the black people and the brown people here to see that they integrate heaven Ha <laughs> ha! That's how it starts. That's how it starts here. The gentrification. Uh, the alleged rule came to light after Pedro Barrera died at, uh, at age 70 on his birthday. I mean, in February. His wife, Dorothy, a fellow U.S. citizen who was white, anticipated that one day they will both be interred in San, San Domingo. 
on the outskirts of nirvana the settlement is an hour's drive away from corpus christi and had a population of 113 at the 2010 census nearly half tiny town nearly half of those are latino yet yet the only headstone that san domingo with a spanish name uh surname dates back to 1910 and it's pointedly placed just outside the cemetery's chain link fence holy shit so they didn't put it in there with everybody else most are buried at another local cemetery uh, who have traditionally and they have traditionally hispanic names the civil rights suit brought by the american gi forum of texas against normana cemetery uh, association alleges that when barrera uh, approached approach the San Domingo Cemetery's caretaker, Jim Bradford. He told her the association had voted against allowing his remains to be placed there because he's a Mexican. Oh, wait, I mean, because he's a Mexican and that she should go on up the road and bury him with the niggers and the Mexicans. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Bradford could not be reached for comment. In March, he told k-i-i-i multiple local news let's probably be k-k-k-k-k anyway uh that (laughs) somebody had a typo that he wasn't supposed to be buried there because he's a mexican or of spanish descent or whatever you want to say and that's what i told her and that's what we've been doing and that the only way the decision would be changed was i guess if she tells obama and he comes down here and tells me i guess i have to otherwise no they love talking about some obama i ain't thinking about your ass if obama wants to come down here and say something like man i got shit to do after more local media coverage bradford reversed course and told barrera in march that her husband could be buried in san domingo yet uh she has yet to decide whether where to place his ashes and understood that uh to be considering legal action of her own so somebody got to him was like hey you about to lose this lawsuit right you about to lose this land too and somebody else gonna fuck around and own this whole shit because you want to be racist dog. what if, what if he buried what if he buried him close to the edge and then move the fence in a little bit further you know <laughs> like up oh, i almost made it <laughs> the incident has underlined some of the uh, underlines that some texas cemeteries have long stood as symbols of segregation that still resonate today we really do feel like it's symbolic of a lot of racial tension that's going on in smaller more rural communities of south texas said marissa bono a mexican-american legal defense education fund and attorney on the case it's almost like these little pockets were for time with where time is frozen and latinos who live in the community still experience the sensation of racial tension and racial isolation in their hometowns and their communities a fence still separated the black side from the white side at a large cemetery in waco less than two years ago while separate organizations conducted maintenance shit they don't even let you work on the graves at the same time everybody dead come on cut the white grass and then we'll come back tomorrow get the other dudes do the black grass good grief man uh in february this year city council in denton near dallas formally renounced a whites only requirement at a graveyard that was that was introduced in 1933 but unenforced since a u.s supreme court decision 1948 banning racial covenants on real estate yeah my question now is like how many other places in the world have this you know i mean not world in the country because you know this is just one that got exposed in 2016 i guarantee there's other places that still do this of course of course and a lot of people don't feel like it's worth to fight like like mm. literally i guarantee you this is probably happening for decades and centuries and most people are like nah it just ain't worth the fight or i don't want to put my dip put my loved one there like force them to and come mm. back and it undug my loved one up or fuck the graveside up you know what i mean or some shit like that after i leave leave and come back and check you know what i feel the worst for 
don lemon <laughs> no that's been his goal to get over there buried next to the white folks his whole life oh, and now they're gonna deny him what he has earned like what what about J- jason whitlock where they gonna put him you know we don't want him on our side i'm just saying people got dreams and life aspirations and goals and now you gonna look you really gonna look ben carson in his face and tell him he can't be buried with them white folks can i don't want to see that kind of sadness in the world i understand guys try to think of everybody all right so zero to 100 karen oh and i get 100 mom texas kim davis of the cemetery <laughs> oh lord 100 yeah i gotta give him 100 too i also give him 100 because they racism was really against latino people but they just called us niggers for no reason <laughs> it ain't had nothing to do with us right because like i say to go them, down there with the niggers and the mexicans like damn can't I, you just keep your racism the one thing no i tell people this Ugh. for a lot of people that are racist everybody brown is a nigga like 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 they they don't separate latinos from hispanics from um african no if you brown you in the nigga category is white or niggas like I'm, there's no separate they ain't got they ain't got time to figure out who's who like like we ain't got time to figure out who the police is shooting us they ain't got time to figure out who who is who and what group so we all placed in that one big ass group all right let's go to guess the race guys now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the podcasts and we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we have our contestants which i just realized my mom is facing my screen so i don't Me know too. how we're gonna do this <laughs> my bad i ain't turning in the right direction yes all right guess the race and chat room plays along chat rooms races all right all right she says she's not gonna cheat y'all so here we go um posing as a millionaire a man steals a indie house for his girlfriend gregory d harris let his girlfriend know that when it came to her happiness money was no object the new house she wanted he surprised her by buying it and having her move her belongings in a bmw suv no problem he drove up in one and told her it was hers the only problem according to court documents is that he really didn't own the home and the bmw was stolen oh shit (laughs) harris 48 years old has been charged in marion county with burglary and theft in connection with a series of incidents in mid-april centered on his attempt to purchase a $147,000 home in indianapolis southeast side uh court documents said harris made an offer in early april to purchase the home which was being sold through a new york-based castle rock reo harris was then informed that other bidders who made higher offers were being considered but on april 7th when a local realtor went to show him the home she noticed the for sale sign was gone and the locks had been changed holy shit the locks were replaced with a new sign and that was placed on the, and a new sign was placed on the property three days later another local realtor who went to the home to do a showing encountered the same thing the locks had been changed and the for sale sign was gone castle rock reo officials were then notified that the doorknobs had been replaced and someone had moved furniture into the house castle rock representative told indy star on thursday that neighbors told the company that a moving truck was at the property and the people were moving in the belongings all day long the representative also said that harris had the lights water and internet service turned on at the home in his name holy shit 
on april 11th harris began having a text conversation with castle rock reo representative who was handling the property in the text harris stated that he changed the locks and removed the for sale signs he also said that he was under the impression that he now owned a home because he made an offer <laughs> oh it don't work like that court documents said that harris then began emailing and faxing falsified documents to castle rock to prove that he owned the property the documents included a quick claim deed a purchase and a sale agreement and a proof of insurance harris claimed that the documents were provided to him by castle rock reo so i guess he was photoshopping or something mm. must be i think they know their own documentation <laughs> when told that he was going about to sell the wrong way harris responded by saying he was moving in and sent castle rock officials a picture of his bmw suv parked in the driveway of the home as well as selfies of himself castle rock then contacted the police on april 15th officers from the indianapolis metro police uh department were called to the home on a report of someone trespassing police met up with harris and his girlfriend there oh i feel so bad for her she probably ain't know none of this shit was going on none harris again admitted to changing the locks and moving in the court document said when asked about being told to leave the premises he said this means nothing to me (laughs) 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 harris girlfriend told investigators that they had been dating since january she said harris told her he was a millionaire who bought her the bmw that was parked outside a check of the vehicle revealed it was stolen from carmel uh court documents said inside the vehicle harris had a laptop two flash drives documents in a black bag and a book called trump nation the art of being the donald oh a trump book gregory d harris sent castle rock reo this photo of bmw okay uh harris's girlfriend went on to say that she found the home online and told harris that she liked it a short time later she told he told her that he bought the home and that she could start moving in the day of trespassing uh call or the trespasser call was the day she moved in the last of her things harris was read his rights and taken into custody at the sea and remains in marion county jail without bonds so now she ain't gonna want to live i guess not castle rock reo representatives told any star that although they have had to deal with squatters in the past and never encountered anything like this situation with harris who said uh who they said seemed to feel justified in his actions they would not comment on the investigation any further uh so guess the race of gregory d harris i'm gonna say i got to say it's black all right check the chat room um hopefully uh olivia doesn't write in and say uh well technically he might have been trying to alert the police to leave moving in <laughs> that was a notification <laughs> this article is very biased and uses the words of the prosecutor uh let's see the, the, the people in the chat room say black man that managed to pull himself up by his bootstraps <laughs> he took his 40 acres and mule up front <laughs> black man who listened to too much Babyface on Simba saturday i know Aww. i'll pay your rent <laughs> i'll steal this house <laughs> uh <laughs> a white man would have figured out how to steal this legally this ain't this is a brother possibly a nigerian prince with a mansion in his homeland oh the shoes on her feet he stole them the house she lives in he stole it broke jigger uh the correct answer everybody gets black on this and everybody was right it was black <laughs> see if i can find this picture <laughs> his brother said not my problem i know man damn she should have known something was up when he was just buying houses 
right in a couple of days and shit houses don't work like that it takes months you must have been telling hella lies that's him right oh, there he's, he's smooth mm-hmm look at that suit he look, look like he drank some crown rural look at them glasses he's smooth mm-hmm. it kind of like carbos a little bit um <laughs> oh lord <there's> one picture <laughs> Uh, look at this picture right here uh, this i guess this after he got arrested <laughs> oh, damn i got caught oh, i know <laughs> damn something told me not to move into that neighborhood all right uh let's see um how about this one uh ex-sergeant is jailed over lock oh wait and before we move on i forgot to say uh guess the race is brought to you by bevel that's right guys bevel is trying to hook you up they are the only shaving system designed specifically for coarse curly hair and sensitive skin step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bones check out getbevel.com and use code tb free tbgwt to get your first month free absolutely free um look you want to do this because you hopefully you're celebrating mother's day right now mm-hmm. and father's day is right around the corner so you know putting your fathers in your lives get that bevel for them they will love it they'll they'll appreciate it they'll shave with it uh they're sure they've never felt the skin be so luxurious so make sure you guys do that it's for us by us designed for us um and created by tristan walker who's a young entrepreneur black man who wanted to cater to the unique shaving needs of black men so make sure you guys go to getbevel.com and use code free tbgwt to get your first month free all right uh ex-sergeant jailed over locked computer in child porn probe philadelphia a former philadelphia police sergeant has spent seven months in solitary confinement after being held in contempt of uh court for failing to unlock his computers in the child porn investigation (laughs) how you the person that catch people for child porn and then you won't unlock your computer come on dog computer privacy advocates argue that authorities have no right to force francis rawls to unlock the encrypted files and potentially incriminate himself rawls has appealed the contempt finding to a federal appeals court but he a police sergeant like i know he ain't never let no suspect get away with that you know (laughs) hey man i don't want I, i feel like it's against my rights to show you what's in my pockets it might incriminate me when when can the government force you the device owner to help them put you in jail asked lawyer perry DeMarco jr who initially represented rawls in the case but federal prosecutors armed with a search warrant believe the hard drive contains very graphic images of children engaged in sex acts the case began when rawls caught the attention of a suburban police department investigating online pornography they seized his computer in march 2015 but could not unlock it months later Ross spent hours in the police forensics laboratory trying out different passwords before saying he could not recall them <laughs> oh, oh that really? oh i don't know maybe it's my dog's name nope i don't know man i guess i just forgot what the child porn password is um demarco beat back uh contempt hearing in state court on self-incrimination grounds but authorities moved the case to federal court where prosecutors argue that the foregone conclusion exception lets them compel someone to surrender evidence when authorities know it exists a federal judge agreed with them and ordered rawls into custody and contempt in october for many if not most americans our computers phones and other electronic devices contain a catalog of information that's diverse to the thoughts in our minds these devices and information they contain define our familiar political professional religious and sexual associations staff attorney kit walsh of the electronic frontier foundation wrote in an amicus brief uh quoting a ruling by justice sonia sotomayor 
uh walsh wrote that authorities were forcing a cruel choice between self-incrimination perjury or contempt that the fifth amendment was designed to protect against uh only one other appeals court has had to tackle the issue she said as a former police officer rawls is being housed alone for his own protection in federal detention center in uh philadelphia in the same city where he rose up the ranks during his 17-year police career judges have so far refused to release him while the appeal proceeds what is the length of time that it's appropriate to keep someone in jail for that are there secrets on the computer that carry a year uh, in jail or life imprisonment demarco said and somewhat tangential issue raw's sister contacted the police at one point to say she had seen him with pornography on the device raw's unlocked an iphone for the police who found adult pornography but did not file any charges demarco said the sister now strange was angry that he had stopped supporting her three years later raw's has never been charged with a crime he is fi- he is he was fired from the police department last year federal prosecutors have until may 16th to decide to file their brief with the third u.s court circuit court of appeals uh they declined comment on the case friday however in court papers they said they believe raw's hard drives contain hundreds of very graphic images and videos of unequivocal child pornography many of the children were toddler age uh well that's what the prosecutors are saying so you know olivia about to write in here and be like "Mm -mm." demarco said uh, said he's seen no evidence of that uh well of course not you're his lawyer and you you don't want to look at that computer for sure uh i would want some kind of proof that of what was on the machine before i took a man's liberty up for this length of time he said uh so guess the race of the former police sergeant uh francis rawls i think he's white all right uh let's check with the chat room and see what they believe uh brother who thought tv's dexter would be a good approach (laughs) to crime maybe prison break will help him get out he locked his child porn in the matrix white <laughs> jared fogel's best friend that didn't get caught password eat fresh white uh oh. black man who only got the computer at first just to put jordan cry faces on things <laughs> uh well he was black uh oh wait they moved a they moved an article well isn't that unfortunate let me just google his name but they uh francis rawls is a black dude uh so uh some of you guys got it and my mom missed it all right and let me put his picture up there but man he's it's weird because as a police officer he knows the rules so he like man i know i'm about to go to jail if i tell y'all the password to this shit um yeah that's him Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not saying he did it, but you know, looking at his face, his face said he did it. I know. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I, I love them childrens. <laughs> All right, last uh, last thing we we'll go into sword ratchetness here, guys. Uh, where's my sword music? Uh, there we go. show us the child porn <laughs> oh lord uh a toma man is facing multiple charges after reportedly cutting another man's neck with a knife wielding a sword and crashing multiple vehicles over a six-hour span 
Mm. Oh my. My neck. My sword. <laughs> Nelson A. Littleton, fifty five, was twice arrested between February twenty third and February twenty fourth, and he accused he's accused of giving a man a non critical knife cut from his ear to the center of his neck. Mm. That's critical to me. Events leading to Littleton's arrest reportedly began around 9 15 p.m. when Littleton crashed a woman's car into an embankment in the area of Copper Road. According to Monroe County Sheriff's Office, the woman said Nelson began arguing when Nelson reportedly started choking her. Uh, that's when a 25 year old man came outside. He and Nelson got into a physical altercation again, wrestling on the ground. The victim said he didn't initially know he was cut, but a witness reported seeing Nelson pull the knife and cut the man's neck nelson later stated the man attacked him and nelson was only trying to defend himself with the knife authorities though weren't first called to the location until about 10 22 p.m for another disturbance involving littleton at a badger drive residence at that time no one wanted to press charges and littleton said he would calm down but authorities returned shortly after following the 911 hang-up call a woman told authorities littleton broke a plate on the floor and she was scared littleton reportedly admitted to breaking the plate and he was arrested so he went to jail for for the plate but not stabbing the dude mm. authorities are called back to the area about 3 14 a.m after he reportedly drove one of his vehicles into another vehicle he owned what <laughs> taking everybody down he then produced a sword and threatened to kill the man who he earlier had injured see they should have been took his ass to jail <laughs> he was graduated from knife crime to a fucking sword one witness said littleton swung the sword at him only an inch away he used the sword to damage a refrigerator and a trash can he then reportedly entered the victim's residence where he continued to swing the sword to stab the floor witnesses said they were able to disarm littleton and hide the sword littleton again was arrested authorities later learned that littleton reportedly struck and damaged a guardrail prior to crashing his vehicle a littleton is charged i'm surprised that he was able to own two vehicles Littleton is charged with second degree recklessly endangering safety and five counts of disorderly conduct. He also cited for a hit and run accident. He was released on $500 cash bond and had a preliminary hearing on Wednesday this week. So yeah, let's get him back on the streets. Why not? Uh, all right, guys. Um, that's it for this week. Uh, I mean, for today. Uh, happy Mother's Day, Mom. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Oh, hope you enjoy the, uh, the new filtered water yes and also happy mother's day to my sister well well me and roger's sister-in-law morgan this is a very 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 first mother's day we love you yep and happy mother's day to armory who's the mother of layla yes happy um, mother's day to armory so uh happy mother's day to all the mothers in the world y'all know what y'all doing um uh except for that one mother that uh made her kids sing to them them, them uh <laughs> the people at the uh, at the wildlife refuge i don't know what she was thinking Mm-mm. but happy mother's day to all the good moms that take care of their business and they have respect for their children's and raise them right and they take care of their responsibilities you know what i'm saying they hold it down happy mother's day to them you know all the men that take up for the mothers that ain't there they don't want to take care of their responsibilities don't have shit to do thank thanks to, thanks to all them uh not britney griner and people like that anyway guys we'll be back tomorrow until then uh i love you i love you too